your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Welcome back and thank you for joining us here on the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. I'm your host, Saul, and with me today is my co-host, Greg. Hello. And... Today we have someone joining us as a as a guest uh, because we're going to be looking at or talking about a Kickstarter campaign that is uh, currently going on for a comic, and it's entitled Hollowed. I'll just let him introduce himself so he can let us know a little bit more about him about him and what he does. Hey, my name is Casey Bowker. I'm the uh, writer behind the well Kickstarter comic um, Hollowed. It's a, uh, well, I'll tell you about that. About me, I'm, um, I also run a geek site called don'tforgetatowel.com, you know, like a news reviews, uh, pop culture site, um, have a couple podcasts off of that. And my full-time job is content creation. Um, I do the, the geek stuff, but I also have a local food and beverage series um, here in Rochester, New York, where I live. Um, so if I'm not writing comics, I'm eating and drinking, um, <laughs> like around the area and, uh, oh, putting it up on my YouTube show. You, you're living the life right now. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no complaints. <laughs> We're talking about hollowed and I say, I said, uh, comic book and it kind of is that cause it's a little bit different, right? I hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like there, the, there's like audio ver- audio por- portion of this. Yeah. So um, what happened is I, I went to school for film. So I have a degree in uh, television and film production. And during that time, you know, I took a bunch of screenwriting classes and I wrote this movie. Um, at the time, I can't even remember what it was called. Um, actually, it was called brothers to mothers um (laughs) which doesn't sound like a good title for anything (laughs) but it does play into the actual plot of the uh of the story but so anyway i wrote this thing and then i just sat on it and every you know year or couple years i'd go back to the script and i'd kind of you know laugh and maybe update it a little bit to make it you know sound a little bit more relevant to the time because not to date myself, but it's been at least 15 years um, since I was in college. Uh, so <laughs> it's been a while. And, um, you know, so throughout these these years, it just kind of sat around. And then finally, you know, I'd met some people through, through Kickstarter, through funding their campaigns. Um, Bob Saley uh, being one of them who's done like the Salvager series. Um, Ruben Romero, um, who's done... Uh, Three Swords, and I don't know, he had a Think Alike Productions, the agency, and uh, Martin Dunn, and just a a myriad of really cool creators. And, um, you know, I was like, this seems to be the way to get your indie comic out there. Because at the time I wrote the script, you know, I thought maybe it might be a movie. And then eventually I was like, eh, what am I going to do? I'm going to sell it to sci-fi? Like, how, how do you even do that? Do I need an agent? Whatever. So I decided... I'm going to do this as a comic. And then if something happens with the comic, cool, but at least it's it's something that I created, I wrote it, and I actually am seeing it come to life, which is something I really didn't think was ever going to happen. 
So here we are. <laughs> That's great to hear. And actually, um, I think we all have a, a mutual, at least an um, online friend avail- um, in common, which is Jens, um, who yes. pointed me towards you, towards oh, you yeah. um, in your in comic. And Greg actually worked with him on Blood and Gourd. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, book three. Uh, uh, That's why you sound familiar. I, li- I listened to that episode uh, previously. So Excellent. that's why your voice sounds familiar. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, so um, once we had we had Greg on there on the on the episode, um, I kind of asked him to be back, and then I kind of just stole him, and um, <laughs> he just he he locked me up in the crib. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what that was what I had in the, the last episode. I was like, locked in the crib, and who knows if I'll let him out. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Do you do you like horror? Is it something that you like to do? Because this is kind of what is this a horror comedy fantasy? What is it? Yeah. So uh, the plot of the of the comic is it follows these two detectives um, who are tracking down a serial killer across a couple states, and the serial killer leaves the victims hollowed out, so their bodies are missing everything, and you know, as they go deeper into the case, you find out that there's a lot more than just the serial killer um, behind these victims. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it gets pretty crazy. Another <laughs> serial killer is behind him? I, I don't know. <laughs> just, no, just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just serial killer. It's the inception of serial killer. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> um, right. But my inspiration for writing the first half of the script was seven. Um, I'm a big uh, okay. David Fincher okay. fan and just like the, the look of that movie. Cause you remember again, I wrote it in film school, so mm-hmm. it was very heavily influenced by the movies. Um, so yeah. So seven was a big inspiration for at least the beginning of it, but then things do take a little bit of a science fiction turn. Um, and that's when <laughs> that's when things get a little bit crazy. So I'm a huge horror fan. I'm a really big sci-fi fan. Um, I'm a you know I'm a geek. I'm a movie fan in general. Um, you know I'll watch all the Oscar movies, but then I'll I just went and saw Pacific Rim Uprising, and it was like one of the best movies this year, other than Black Panther. But it was amazing. <laughs> it's on my list. Yeah. yeah it, it, well, well, of course, um, Black Panther is. Uh, yeah. It's, it's I think it's everybody's list. No, yeah. no, that, yeah, that was like, everybody was talks pop. talks about it. Yeah, <laughs> made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. <laughs> the first five minutes made me cry. <laughs> I actually saw that in Austin, and I watched it on the Saturday it came out though, which is what two days in after oh, it already appeared. Yeah, and um, people were showing up in in traditional dress. Nice. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I I, I don't think I would have seen this in because I live in San Antonio. I don't think I would have seen this in San Antonio. So let me let me ask you this. Um, where are you currently in on um, the Kickstarter campaign? How how far along are you? So we are a little less than three days, and we're at eighty six percent. Wow! Oh, yeah, that's, that's amazing. So I, I to be honest with you, like I said, when I didn't, you know when I wrote this thing and I never really thought it was going to see the light of day to see us even getting this far, I'm like, Oh my gosh, 
Well, um, I'm, you know, over the over the moon. <laughs> taking taking a look at your the art style and stuff like that. I mean, who wouldn't want to who wouldn't want to back something that that looks like this and just imagining the the kind of the, the layup that you just put for the story. I mean, who wouldn't want to back that? So, I mean, to believe that three days in and you're that high, whoa. <laughs> so this is what was my question in the beginning because i on the kickstarter it kind of says something about a uh, soundtrack or something like that yeah so that's yes. um that's an interesting little part that that was you know never originally you know in my in my brain at the time um i actually read this or i backed this comic i read this comic called dark moon and i i can't remember um who put it out but they had a soundtrack. It was a sci-fi, like kind of alien, mm-hmm. uh, very, very dark colors, watercolors. The artwork was beautiful. And it had a cool sci-fi ominous soundtrack to it as you read the comic. And I was like, I've never seen this before. I, you know what I mean? And, and that's why I backed it because I was like, oh, I'm getting music with it too. Okay, that's worth whatever, 10 yeah. bucks or whatever it was, 15 bucks. Um, and value. yeah, exactly. So. I'm a huge uh, synthwave '80s fan. Like I really, oh, yeah. <laughs> I listen to that stuff now a lot. Um, you know, bands like uh, Robert Parker and um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Wave Shaper is one of my favorites, uh, and like those guys who are still uh, making that sweet '80s <laughs> music. Mm-hmm. And um, I got in my brain. I was like, you know, it'd be cool to have a soundtrack go along with this. And um, this one guy that I had found on Bandcamp named Brandon, I reached out to him. I really liked his style. And I said, hey, would you be interested in, uh, you know, doing a commission piece to go along with this comic book? And I, I showed him the artwork and I gave him the whole pitch. And he was like, heck, yeah, let's <laughs> let's do this. So um, it didn't take him that long, actually. I think maybe a month to get it all together. And um and then yeah and and, you know that that piece is insane it's really good it's called criminals um you can download it now on on his band camp on brandon's um i think it's like brandon 1980s or something like that and then you know you can listen to it um as part of the kickstarter and it will be on the soundtrack uh when it's you know when and if this thing gets funded well, you're 86. percent I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're gonna be there pretty fast now. I hope so. so <laughs> this is the big push time frame. So mm-hmm. I mean, we gotta, we gotta keep our fingers crossed for them. Yeah. yeah. Would you want to talk about some of the rewards that you have available for the Kickstarter? Please yeah. Please yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> sure. Um, one thing I do want to just touch upon too, uh, with the with the soundtrack is so there's a band called of mars that is doing the majority of the music Mm. um and the story behind that is that we found a box of cassette tapes from the 80s um in an abandoned circle k i just happened to be (laughs) traversing through the united states and i you know i pulled off to this gas station it was abandoned didn't know and i found this box of cassette tapes i had heard about this band of mars and their music and listening you know i had to find a cassette player to find a boombox and i listened to it and i said holy cow this fits this this comic perfectly so of mars is doing the majority of the music we're just taking pics you know pieces from their discography 
or tapeography and putting it as the main crux of the soundtrack. And then, and then Brandon, you know, did a special song on that, but I just wanted to, to make that clear. <laughs> uh, you know what you were explaining, how you found those cassettes, that seems like a plot for a horror movie, just kind of driving through the country, pulling over to a abandoned gas station and finding a box. It kind of was, but it worked out really well. <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> He didn't tell us that he flipped over the tape and there's a secret message. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even tell you that a demon is the one who wrote this comic. Oh, crap! <laughs> when I played the music, it went through my soul. <laughs> um, but anywho, so the the tears, um, some things that we got really fun is that I got a couple of pieces of artwork um, that you can get 11 by 17 uh, posters for. I, I'm going to completely screw up his name but he did amazing artwork his name's joel savedra um he's on deviant art i asked him to do an ec uh style uh, and you guys should be well yeah. familiar oh you know? yeah i did see that yeah yep yeah. um and i said i go i want it to look like a tales from the crypt cover i want it to look like an ec comics cover from that time he freaking nailed it blew it out of the park um and then we also got like an i, I like anime a lot and i wanted it to look like um, the lineup of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and I like literally that's what I said. I go, I, I want it like, you know, everyone's holding a gun, even if they don't use it. Like, I just they want it to be one. a, yeah, I want it to be a fun, you know, uh, piece. And then so um, Vinny DeSouza, also I got him from DeviantArt, did the, a sweet anime um, art piece. So those are gonna be in there. Uh, the soundtrack, of course, by Of Mars. And then my main artist, Darius Johnson, um, who's out of Buffalo, New York, which if you're familiar with upstate New York is about an hour away from where I live. Um, he did a lot of extra things. So he did sketch cards um, of all the characters. And what's cool about that is I met him at a Comic-Con and this is even before I had the idea to do it as a comic. And he kind of inspired me. I, I saw his art and I was like, you know, I got this script. I love your art do you want to do something together? And he was like, yeah. So I gave him a description of the characters and the sketch cards that you see were his first, his first interpretations of what I told him. Oh, and wow. every single one of them is exactly how I have it written in the script. So they really are, they look like those characters. So um, you get that, you know, I, I wanted some of the other tangible things, uh, t-shirts. There's going to be a t-shirt that you can get that, um, features the explosive cover, as I call it, um, that Darius did. And it's also the first cover of the first issue. And then you get a pint, get, uh, pint glass, which will have um, a hollowed image on there. Um, you can get your face uh, drawn into the comic. You can get a name or whatever you want, graffiti on the wall, uh, stickers. And then um, again, if we do get funded and I'm hoping that we do, I've got a couple of uh, stretch goals up my sleeves um, <laughs> to see what uh, what we might be able to do. And then the grand prize, if you donate $300, um, you can get, I this, this first arc is four issues and you can get all future issues for that. Without uh, giving us any type of spoilers, can you tell us some of the people that we would be introduced in the first issue? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all over the Kickstarter, so that's fine. So, um, you know, when, you, when you're told to write something, they say write, who you know and you know that's the easiest way to do it so we got detectives vasquez and tyler um vasquez was actually my writing partner when i was in college 
Um, this this character looks just like him. Very uh, straight laced guy. Very deep voice. You know, no nonsense type of cop. Mm-hmm. You know, always catches his man. And then you have me, Tyler, who's a goofball, um, good detective still, but more of a more of a like, uh, eh, you know, we'll get it done. However, we need to. <laughs> but um, you know, I'll also get drunk and party and then wake up the next day and be like, oh yeah, I forgot I got to finish this case. Um, so <laughs> those are, those are their two main guys. Um, you also be introduced to the character Tubbs, who's another officer. I just, you know, kind of comic relief, this character. Um, though I did try to make everybody uh, diverse. I don't know if I did it subconsciously or what, like I, I personally am um, of mixed, like I'm biracial. And I think maybe I just kind of <laughs> like went in that direction. <laughs> um, so like Tubbs is, you know, African-American, the chief, the chief or the captain um, is Danny Glover in Predator 2. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what he is. Like that's straight up. I just like, I love this guy. Let's make him, let's make that guy. <laughs> or, you know, and a little bit of lethal weapon, you know. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking at it right now, and I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's totally nailed it. <laughs> um, Orin is a mysterious dude. Um, and again, I can't give too much away about Orin and the other uh, possible antagonist, Sylvia, because they do heavily play into the plot uh, of the comic. But I will just say that... You know, we got a diverse cast of characters. Everybody does get their own arc throughout the comics. And, you know, uh, there's people who are going to give you, like, so Seven, for example, is a thinker. You know what I mean? Like, you got to really think into what John Doe is doing, and you have to solve that mystery with those detectives. I'm not so much into that. I'm more into entertainment. So this comic is going to start in one trajectory, and I guarantee you by the end of it, you will not believe where it went why it went there but you'll be like well i went on a hell of a ride (laughs) (laughs) that's the best kind of uh of um comic books is that you kind of don't know where you're going and but when when you're there you're like you're glad you're glad you took that that ride that's what i want i want people to get in a you know in a really good roller coaster ride Just lock in and and go i we were talking um yesterday this is your first series yeah, this is it. So um, I've got a lot of scripts written throughout those times, you know, when I went to college and, and after. So it's not the first thing I, I'll do, but this was really, let me get my feet wet. Let me not go too crazy, mm-hmm. um, you know, ambitious or anything like that. I just wanted to keep it like, I don't want to make any money off of it or quit my, you know, I quit my, you know, eating, drinking job or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess when I started, I had a full-time, you know, you know, nine to five job, but um, the goal really is just to, can this thing get made? Can some idea that I came up with get made and it looks like it's going to happen. So, you know, if this is a success, well, I guess I'll, I'll make sure that the first issue is really good. And I already have the entire series written out through that, through that movie. So that's done, but I, I've got some other ideas in the, in the chamber. (laughs) Very cool. Nice. Anything, anything that you'd be uh, willing to share, or is that something you will you'll see once we once it starts to come out? I'll tell you what. I'll give you I'll give you one because I really don't ever talk about it with anybody. Um, <laughs> and you asked, so I'll do it. Um, I've got this one called the Jesus Twins. 
and <laughs> it's these I love two. your titles. Brothers oh <laughs> <laughs> and mothers. Jesus twins. <laughs> yeah, the the Jesus twins is um it takes place uh in the Western times, you know, whatever that is. And these two uh brothers, De Jesus, um, mm-hmm. they're bank robbers and they fail miserably at bank robbing. They they die, they go up to heaven. When they're up there, they meet Jesus, and he tells them about how the devil's son, um, Damien, is trying to find this, you know, let's just call it a MacGuffin, you know what I mean, to take over Mm -hmm. Earth. So he's like, I'm going to send you guys back down to Earth and make up for all the crap that you did when you were alive, and I'll outfit you with, like, some some sweet weapons he's a little bit like whistler from blade (laughs) (laughs) and he sends he sends the boys down to fight lucifer and demons and the damien and you know there's a there's a huge like just the first issue if it you know if we get there you know there's a huge train robbery scene that i wrote out that's got a lot of action in it and just a little bit different you know what i mean like something fun (laughs) Dude, you say if we get there, when I'm I'm I want to I want to back this in now. So put it up. I mean, just put it up. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's, the, the, no that, artwork, that, nothing. We'll just throw it up there. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. We'll just put this this podcast as as the the pitch. There you go. Tell, tell Darius. Tell Darius he needs to that that his art style is really good over on this stuff. Uh, switch gears a bit and 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 do a little little Jesus twins. That's it. That's it. You know, Darius has his own comic um, called The Reigns of Terror that he's been oh. working on for a while. He's not so he has like he's a perfectionist. Um, I am not. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> do this. You get let's get going. And he's, and it, you know, on his comic, like everything is like so perfect, so meticulous. And it's great. The artwork is fantastic. He's got a really cool story and really good characters. So, mm-hmm. but I was like, listen, I'm getting this thing. We're putting it out there, dude. So Gotta just, you know, still work on Reigns of Terror because, um, well, I said I wasn't going to give you any ideas for stretch goals, but you're going to see some Reigns of Terror stuff. So Ooh, you'll get nice. to see that nice. if we get this, if we get this. Uh, Sneaks. Yeah. Yeah. I know you guys are getting all exclusive. exclusive. So, yeah. Um, yeah. If we, if we get to that uh, goal, uh, we'll show you some Reigns of Terror stuff because it is fantastic, and I really want everybody to see the other artwork that he does because he's he's very talented. That's awesome. Any uh, anyone else that you you've worked with or talked to that um, that is out there, either launching a Kickstarter or something? Like that? Well, as you mentioned, um, you know, and you guys are working on Blood and Gore three, like so definitely check out the previous two blood and gourds because they're really awesome. Um, I love that. Uh, Nathan Kelly. Uh, he's got a comic called Drexler and he's got a Patreon that he's doing to kind of like keep that going. Uh, was funded right off the bat. Anything Bob Saley does is amazing. He's like a writer who goes like all over the place. Um, let's see. Uh, Sajad Shah. Um, he's done some work now for Marvel and stuff like that as well. Like he's just a really insanely talented artist, um, who just continues to like bang out stuff, but he's done a lot of artwork for different Kickstarters as well. And I'm probably missing, you know, another 50 people, but those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. I was looking through your, um, 
your Kickstarter and I saw Alter Life. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So yeah, I came across um, Alter Life as as I was like, okay, so in the back end when you're getting ready to launch a Kickstarter, you're like, am I gonna do this right? Like, do I need to talk to all these different you know websites and everything? And luckily, I did get featured on like. Um, Bleeding Cool and um, a couple other sites as well. So I was happy, but I wanted to meet other writers who are doing things that I'm into and hopefully they're into mine. So sorry, yes, I did uh, come across uh, Caleb um, who's doing Alter Life. They have eight days to go and they're at 8,000 um, out of their 10,000 goal. But amazing, uh, fantastic artwork. Another weird sci-fi story. Um, so everyone, please check out, check out Alter Life because, uh, yes, that one's going to be good too. Um, anything else you want to go over, uh, talk to, talk about a uh, hollowed, just, you know, fund it guys. I think that's it. Like, you know, I, yeah. it's, it's something for me when I go and fund these Kickstarters, cause I've been doing it for years. It's, it's sometimes it's just the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just the writer, you know what I mean? And I think like, that's something that's changed a lot even in, in mainstream comics is like it used to be that I would follow the characters and now I actually follow the writers or the artists mm, yeah. more than I even follow the characters. So like if it's a Jeff Lemire, or Jeff Lemire, whatever you, whatever his name is actually yeah. said, I will read anything he does. Even if it's something that I may not super be interested in off the get go, it's probably going to be good because he's good. Um, Mark Millar is one of them, you know, as well, but like, Oh yeah. So there's just um, so when you see these Kickstarters, I'm hoping that something with Hollow draws you in. If it's if it's the story, you obviously don't know me as a writer, but maybe the pitch uh, did a good, good enough job. It's not the same pitch as Jesus Twins, apparently, but I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold on it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we just just hearing you talk about Jesus Twins, you talking about Hollow. I want to get both of these in my hands already. I want to I, I want to watch them. I want to watch yeah. read them. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. You you would be watching it. It's a movie for your eyes, but also for your ears. Wait a minute. This is a movie that you're reading. Ah, oh, what did you do to us, dude? <laughs> that's it, man. It's a completely immersive experience. Casey's made a made a thing. It's breaking my mind. <laughs> I, if only I could say that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I broke someone's mind today. Broke it. <laughs> Um, but you know, you know, I'm just excited to to be talking to you guys. I like what you do. I really love that you support, uh, you know, independent uh, creators. And I think like that really is the paradigm shift right now from the big two and maybe some other ones um, that these people are getting a voice. And you don't have to be a part of a huge publisher. You can do it on your own. And um, that's one thing I always, you know, when people are like, oh, how do you do this? Like, what, where do you have the time? I'm like. I prioritize, man. Like, I mean, that's really <laughs> it. Like, I don't have that much time. I'm doing a lot, but it's like, I think man. if, you, yeah, if you're creative and you want that creative creativity to flow, you just got to make the time. I hate how cliche it sounds, but it's, there's no other way around it. It's like, you could binge watch Jessica Jones and believe me, I did it because <laughs> I love that show, but I could maybe watch one episode instead of three and spend the other two hours working on something I want to really do. <laughs> exactly. Just well, like, just like I was telling you, I mean, I have literally no time. I work full time and I, mm-hmm. then I, um, I, I'm actually going to school 
online and then um, uh, then i'm married so you know all that takes a lot of time so what do i do i got on here and recorded three episodes in in three hours (laughs) that's right and you know what my wife you know i have a wife too and it's like it's best saturday mornings are real good or like anytime really late at night or i'm like when are you in bed the most (laughs) that's what i'll do my thing (laughs) yeah i want to thank you very much for 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 um coming on um I am telling you, I am very intrigued not only with uh, with Hollowed but but the Jesus Twins. <laughs> yes. I want to continue hearing what else you have because that if anything if it's anything like the first two things that you've told us about, I want to continue um, hearing them, and I would would not doubt that they get backed. Well, thank you very much. Do you mind if I just give a couple last minute plugs real quick? Oh, go 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 ahead, go ahead. Um, so. You know, we have our, our website, uh, Geekly News website, don'tforgetatowel.com. Um, I've had it for whew, going on six years now, so take a look at that. Um, and I also am launching a, a YouTube hub um, channel, I guess, with my cousin. Um, me and my cousin have worked together on micro-budget horror movies, oh my gosh, 26 years Um, so we're launching the Warlock home video network. Um, there'll be three shows on there. One called it crept from the eighties, which is going to be an all 80 show, just only eighties. That's all we'll talk about. Um, we'll be doing the gory days, which will be a horror, uh, past, present and future. Um, every episode we'll talk about the past, present, future of horror. And then my main, uh, one of my main podcasts is getting turned into a YouTube show, which is called gourmet scum radio. Um, and that's more like a pop culture, geeky comics and all that kind of stuff. So I feel our futures will be intertwined because we'll do some collaborations on stuff because you guys oh, have been awesome. Definitely. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then uh, what I'll do is I'll leave the links in the, in the description of the episode so that anybody who wants to check them out can go and click on them and, and re- learn some more about, about what you do and what, well, you know, that website or the websites that you're, you're collaborating with or running is pretty much what you said, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't sleep a lot. I, I was going to say, man, you, you're just like all over the place doing stuff. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> you're, you're on YouTube talking nerd, horror, um, <laughs> comic books, eating and drinking. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Casey said before, it's like you it, right now in this new day and age of uh, of media and, and content, you follow the content creators, and this is a content mm-hmm. creator who is on the edge of doing everything. So follow this guy. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Well, uh, once again, uh, anything else you want to uh, go get in there before we we um, end the episode? Oh my gosh, I have like a million things, but no, this is good. This is good. Pressure's on. The pressure's on. I know. On. It's like, what do I, you know, you want to talk about my toy collection? I mean, no. Oh, you got a plate collection too? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what kind of plates? Like, I mean, like decorative ones, or 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 are they? Um... Wait, plate? No, sorry, toy collection. Toy collection. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about toys. I, I, I was all about plates. Just plates. I, I, I thought they were normal. We don't know this, but Greg has a room full of just decorative plates. Yes, right? <laughs> like the McDonald's ones, Norman Rockwell, the ones that come from the, like the uh, commemorative press that you buy. On right. All yeah. Those. So, Casey, you totally you, you don't have those. I'm very sorry. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm like, do I have any plates? No. no plates? No, I don't have any plates. Corningware? Nothing? Ah, <laughs> cold. 
Toys, though. Wait, you said toys? toys I've got a few toys. <laughs> oh, that's a whole podcast in itself. My yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We could get going. We could, we could talk. We could talk about that. Well, like, like uh, Greg said the other day, can I tell him what, what I was planning to do today? And I was like, yeah, well, we know you. Just put a quarter in. And... <laughs> well, that's not what he said. But... <laughs> I said put a quarter in you and you just keep going. Yeah, I mean, I do have, you know, with all the stuff I have going on, it's it. I do have a lot. I mean, I could, you know, tell some stories. I could, I could weave a blanket. Um, <laughs> well, but, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on again for other other projects you have, and even if it's a, you know, something smaller, or even as a guest on doing a, a mainstream movie, well, we'll definitely have to have you back on. I'd love it. It would be so fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll leave it there, guys. Thank you once again very much for joining us here on Nerd from the Crypt. Once again, I'll leave all the descriptions in the in the, in the um, all the links in the description so you guys can check all that stuff out. And uh, we'll see you guys next time here on Nerd from the Crypt. It's your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast.